Welcome, everyone, to the Ottawa Business Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Pagioni. Here on the show, we bring you interviews with business owners, executives, and key players operating in and around the Ottawa, Ontario, Canada region. We grab their insights on business, marketing, leadership, and motivation. We hope you'll tune in. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Ottawa Business Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Pagioni. Joining me today on the show, we have a tremendous interview lined up uh, with a bit of a very interesting story when it comes to the IT space, cybersecurity, a little bit different uh, in terms of the interviews that we've done in the past. So really looking forward uh, to this interview. I think you're going to get a lot of information out of it to help you if you're a business owner looking for some advice. If you're a regular individual who's looking for some practical advice when it does come to cybersecurity, we have joining us today Ken Hoka from his own firm, Koza IT Cybersecurity. Uh, amongst other things, Ken's going to journey uh, for us uh, his story coming over to Canada and, and building a business, along with some great information and advice uh, for those in the audience that you're definitely not going to want to miss. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Ottawa Business Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Pagioni. Joining me today on the show, we have a tremendous guest with us uh, who's going to shed uh, some really, really good light on uh, on his story. Uh, and it's actually a little bit different for those in the audience. We have somebody uh, from the IT and cybersecurity arena something that's really, really important uh, nowadays as we record this. And it is it is my absolute pleasure to welcome to the show Mr. Ken Hoka from Koza IT Cybersecurity. Ken, welcome to the show. Thank you. Ken, as we always uh, like to do uh, here on the show uh, with all of the guests that come on, we always like to bring them back to uh, sort of their roots and, and where they're where those roots may take them and where, where do our, are the root, your roots find, uh, find Ken Hoka? Well, uh, I was born around 500 meters from Europe border, uh, close to Europe, but on the Asia uh, uh, side. Okay. So like right there at the border of two continents. Okay. Okay. And, and growing up, uh in that in that area what what was what was it like in high school were you like were you someone that was focused on computers i mean we're going back uh, without giving away all of the details here ken and your age and my age and aging ourselves <laughs> yes were computers big back then was that something that well... you, know, you were interested in or yeah, computers were not big back then. We are talking about years, years back. So um, I was in grade, what, uh, like uh, grade eight, seven okay. or eight. I got my first computer. It was an Amstrad 64. Okay. Uh, English-made computer. And there wasn't many people around to have. Like we had only two computers on the street. The street was big. Wow. Uh, 
wow. more than more than I would say a couple of thousand people living on the streets. Yeah, hundreds yeah. of families, and yeah, I was the one of the two lucky people who had a computer. But I, of course, insisted on it a lot, a lot. Okay, okay. And basically, my my future was actually built on that computer because when I received the computer for three nights, I didn't sleep, and I started coding in Visual Basic nonstop. And my mother was very concerned because I didn't sleep <laughs> three, three nights, right? <laughs> and and you just picked up the coding on your own? Is that is that it? Yes, like, yes. Geez, that's incredible. It came, came with a manual, with VB training. Okay. So, yeah. yeah that's how it started. And in so 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 in in school growing up, what was there a particular uh, set of courses that that attracted you? Because uh, I'd imagine growing up, I mean, there wasn't a, the computer courses obviously that they have no, today. No, there but, wasn't. There wasn't. Yeah. What What was Ken's early love or passion or interest? It was science, mathematics. Okay. Uh, yeah, especially science was interesting to me. Especially science. Yes, I was very interested in science. Um, physics, biology, okay, uh, and mathematics was just building block, right? So, right, yeah, chemistry right. also, and uh, of course, uh, as every computer guy has interest, maybe I don't know, but this is what I'm feeling the space, you know, uh, other planets and everything, galaxies and everything. Okay, okay, interesting, interesting. So so high school, tell us, tell us about high school. Was there anything that that stood out in terms of you know your education and your educational standards that you achieved in high school? Well, I was able to get into a science high school. So okay, it is by exam. I had to write an exam uh, on grade at grade uh, five, three, eight, grade eight, okay. nine. I had to write an exam, and I won the exam. I went into a Science high school, it was, of course, uh, I had to live away from my family, okay. away from my parents at the time. Um, yeah, it was very, very, uh, like, uh, intense on the science, biology, chemistry, and physics, and mathematics, wow. all, all those. Yeah. Wow, wow. And and when you graduated, did you graduate, I think, you, if I'm not mistaken, from uh previous conversation it, was it the high one of the highest marks in in the region or well to be able to enter my university i had to be in first 500 out of around 1 million students to be able the to first enter 500 my, yes first 500 oh out of 1 million students to be able to enter the department to be accepted wow. to the department so okay my last year in the high school was crazy and I remember my mother going to the teachers and complaining that I'm studying a lot. Wow. Wow. And how, how did you find that? Did you did you gravitate to the obviously you, you probably had pretty good a pretty good system of uh, of, of a routine or or, pro, or habits and how how did you find that? Did that did that craft you for later on running your own business? Did you find? Well, we I had to spend too much time studying, right? So it's one year of study, yeah, nonstop, almost nonstop. Uh, weekends, no weekends, nothing. Um, 
yeah it is uh, actually yes we can say it prepared me for future correct because running a business is not easy it takes a lot of time a lot of patience Mm -hmm. And uh, you like people running business probably have no other time. Uh, if they have time, then this means they are not running a business or they are doing something very good. They are very lucky. Yeah, uh, they are in the correct business in the correct time, and they do not spend too much time uh, with the business, uh, and they can have their uh, personal time after business, but. In IT, the way uh, we are expected to serve is like doctors, right? Your mm -hmm. patient is dying there and you cannot stay at home and drink your coffee or enjoy your coffee with mm -hmm. breakfast while your patient is dying. Phone comes, come to the office or come to the hospital, right? Um, mm -hmm. He's in critical condition. We need you. You don't just stay there and drink your coffee. It can't happen. It's it won't happen. You won't enjoy it. So IT is like that in our business. Cybersecurity IT. Our clients call us. We go. Mm -hmm. Friday 5 p.m. They call us. We go. Mm -hmm. um, recent uh, incident just happened last Thursday. 4:48 p.m. Thursday. I received an email and I was at the client side the next day morning. So they um, saw it. Is sadly we. Have to work weekends because our clients may be working weekends. They are maybe running a payroll or something, and mm -hmm. they can't mm -hmm. they can't work because their computers are down, their systems are down, their internet is down. Their mm -hmm. employees are waiting for a payment, so we have to go help them and get them running again. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So yes, it started. Let's say <laughs> in the high school started early right? for you. <laughs> yeah, looks like looks like yeah. Oh. What did you What did you study in uh, in university? Was it Was it computers or Yes, electronics engineering. I had okay. some AI classes. It is computer control major, which means uh, basically controlling the systems using computers, right? Uh, so that was like robotics, for example. Okay. Uh, that was what I learned in the university. Okay. Okay, so you're that. That's I mean, that's got to be somewhat cutting edge. I mean, at the time, yes, it was yeah. like getting AI lessons. Yeah. How long ago? Thirty years ago? Am I correct? <laughs> Has it been thirty years? Maybe more. Okay, let's yeah. say twenty years ago, not thirty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was thirty thirty years ago. Uh, exactly thirty years ago, getting AI courses yeah, yeah. in the university is at the time cutting edge. Yes. Yeah, that's incredible. That's incredible. So, so, so let's. Let's take the audience down the path here. Can you you graduate? Oh, yes, of course. Did, now, did you did you graduate uh, with electrical? You graduated as an electrical engineer then. Correct. I'm an electronics engineer. Electronics. Okay. Engineer. Oh, yes. electronics engineer. Okay. And where where did you where did you work following that? Did you work in in the IT? Well, field? I started immediately in an IT field uh, in in a big big financial institution. At the time, they had sixty thousand employees. Uh, okay. Basically, a bank, top top bank, uh, top level, and uh, yes, two years, two and a half years, I stayed there, and then uh, switched to different banks before coming to Canada. 
in my last work, I was acting as a consultant and implementing um, credit card systems, debit card systems for financial institutions. So I had three okay. major clients, three uh, medium-sized banks were my clients. I was implementing with a team. Uh, mm -hmm. I had a team at the time. Um, so we were implementing those systems to the banks. Okay. Okay. And and following that work, where did, is that when you made the move to uh, to come to Canada? Yes, exactly. I came to Canada year two thousand. I have been here twenty three years now. Okay. And I stayed employed for five years nonstop. Uh, I came here in a month time. I started working in Ottawa. Uh, I came to Ottawa actually for a for an interview. I was we were in we were in Toronto. Okay. Our friends were all in Toronto, and we came to Toronto and we got an interview here, um, both of us. And we came here for the interview. And as soon as I saw the, uh, thanks to the driver actually who took us from Ottawa River Parkway. Okay. So we, okay. So you got and, a bit of a scenic tour. Yeah. Kent Street, <laughs> right? Kent Street, uh, yeah. Catherine Street, the best bus station. We came to the bus, we by bus, bus station, and instead of taking us from the highway, the guy took us from the Ottawa Scenic okay. Road Parkway, uh, River yeah. Parkway to, to Kanata. And well, as soon as I saw that, I'm like down, you know, I'm, I'm staying here, I'm not going back. <laughs> so uh, since that drive, I have been in Ottawa. Okay, so I got to ask this: what What was the original attraction, though, to to Canada and to obviously in Toronto, your first your first stop? Well, it is first Canada to nature, uh, like uh, okay. So nature, I'm I'm a nature guy, and uh, I did scuba diving in the university. We found uh, wrecks, uh, very old. Uh, fourteen hundred year old wrecks in Mediterranean. Rex. Yes, ship. Wow, and that must have been deep. They are deep, not deep. They weren't very deep. It was at forty-five meters, so one hundred okay. fifty uh, feet. Okay. And they are now in museum. Parts of those wrecks are in museums. Okay. And um, I have been always a nature guy. My father was in the forestry. He okay. Was an electric technician, wireless technician, and I have been traveling. I was traveling with him a lot during the summer uh, vacation. Okay. So okay. Um, two weeks, for example, we were going from one mountain to other mountain uh, to implement, like, fix all the wireless devices. He was. I was just uh, like a tourist with him, and uh, I think that that personality that thing was a match for me like canada was yeah. a big match for me and yeah i'm here now in canada and i love hiking going to algonquin park uh, if oh, possible nice. every weekend i take the two and a half hour drive there go there come back and yeah, i'm happy nice. with that yeah very nice very nice so you you come to you settle in Ottawa and then you were working you were saying in uh, in Ottawa prior. How many years was it again, Ken, before you started the 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 business that you were working? Five years. Here? Five years. Okay. Yes. Okay. 
Okay. Five so years what... as an employee in IT departments, it is ERP implementations, HR system implementations, mostly on the database side, uh, okay. implementing like software, writing code, database code mostly. Okay. And that, that made me uh, start the company in 2005 based on database services, actually. So I was supplying database services and then uh, database, managed database services. And then I started working as an expert database guy in Chicago, New York for some clients like Prudential Insurance, mutual funds, um, big clients to solve their problems. Okay. Uh, database related. And then the, the, at the same time, the company grew. Uh, we had uh, clients asking us for cloud, cloud systems. We started cloud and then... Okay. Of course, same clients started asking us for IT support. We started helping them with IT support. Yeah. And it, it like based on the demand coming to the company, what our clients are asking us, and based on the experience we are getting from the clients, we, we grew the company. So right now, um, we are doing managed IT services, Manage cybersecurity, and okay. uh, we have a managed database service too. Okay, okay. So essentially, like, what what is it for for those in the audience? Um, maybe you could, if you could provide some specifics. What does COSA IT cybersecurity do for those people looking for some help? Okay, well. To start with what I do for clients, I will start from there and then I will describe a little bit uh, very quickly the company. Yeah, go for uh, it, Ken. I protect small to medium-sized businesses from hackers and scammers. And uh, I also work as a part-time consultant, as a chief information officer, managing organizations, my clients' IT environment and advising the C-levels and uh, business owners about how to shape their IT environment. Mm -hmm. I have been saving a lot of money to the organizations that way. I stopped counting at $15 million, actually. Wow, that's great. So those, those uh, come from software licensing, hardware licensing, employment, and and uh, I have been saving a lot to them. This, this savings are very, very important in Ottawa for small to medium-sized businesses. It's very critical. They they mm -hmm. may be wasting their money. They may be wasting their time. So uh, I save them a lot by my kind of expertise consulting services in the IT IT industry. Well, my, my team, around 10 people, we are in Canada. Uh, we are helping clients Canada-wide. We help with computer problems, network issues, internet problems, okay. uh, email, Office 365. We supply them computers. And most importantly, we do active cybersecurity protection, which means if someone is going into my client's email accounts and start reading them, changing them, sending emails, we kick them out. Okay. okay. We can also go to uh, dark web mm -hmm. okay? 
like markets and scan for our clients information that are available to hackers there and oh, if we find those information we go and ask the client you know what your credit card is right out there and a hacker mm-hmm. is going to use this credit card anytime change it or your password is out there if a hacker targets you mm-hmm. they will go in and they will do something they can yeah. hack into your server they can hack, in, hack into your email or any system you have it can be an accounting system that the email is exposed in the black market so um we can do this also which is a very active protection we can utilize the technology before the hackers utilize the exposed passwords and logins to stop the hackers go into the uh, to go into my client systems actually okay okay geez that's yep. incredible and, and I, I, like I, i'm assuming you're seeing an in, are you seeing an increase in the cybersecurity today the, the need for it and and the hacking that's going on it just seems to be every day you read something new about somebody got hacked there's a data breach over here there's yeah yeah sadly 5 years ago to 3000 dollars was a lot of money that is lost on cybersecurity today 5 to 7000 Actually, five to ten thousand dollar became normal. So when I talk to people, or they say, "Ah, oh, they just lost seven thousand dollar again." Like those are not my clients, of course. I'm talking to people from my yeah. networking, or they know someone who lost five thousand dollar. Just it's, it's like they are talking, speaking this as a normal thing. Yeah, you know, it became yeah. a normal. Yeah. Where I what I hear is like uh, people losing $300,000, $150,000. Wow. Those amounts are, will or did mm. bring companies, organizations down. Those are reasons for bankruptcies. Mm-hmm. People cannot get away from this. It is, it is their, their life, uh, all the, like their company, they, they pay, to a hacker, hundreds of thousands of dollars, how are they going to make it back? It's very difficult. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Um, it is it is very difficult situation right now for SMBs. And again, I'm using the term SMB, small to medium-sized businesses. Mm-hmm. This includes not-for-profit organizations, NGOs, okay. and non-governmental organizations. Those are not big companies. Yeah. Because SMBs are targeted. But if I talk to an SMB owner, small to medium-sized business owner, they say, I'm very small. Who is going to come after me? Mm-hmm. They are thinking that the big companies are targeted. No, it's actually mm-hmm. the opposite. SMBs are targeted and they are protected. Because all the hackers, scammers know that big companies are protected. They can't do much with it. But small companies are see. not protected. And they yeah. can get in and do anything they want to. They know that. Wow, that's incredible, Ken. That's uh, that's incredible. Uh, now I know you've uh, you gave some advice earlier when we spoke about uh, you know the rigors of studying, the rigors of of starting a business and and running a business. But for someone that's out there listening today, Ken, what advice that's thinking of going into business? What advice would you give them that someone someone's looking to start a business today? Well, they should first consider cybersecurity one of their top priorities to tackle. It starts from there. Sadly, yeah. um, 
there if they hire someone they should train that person uh, and uh, one of the top things that i see right now is uh, you hire someone the person young person comes in and starts taking pictures in the office uh, do not let that happen um, delete delete those pictures seriously okay. this is okay. there is too much information on the pictures that are posted on the social media ah, especially new starters to the company does that and make sure that if you are hiring someone who will do the payments make sure that they are aware of cybersecurity incidents they are aware of how hackers try to get money by sending invoices uh, to the company how they mm -hmm. change the account numbers on the emails uh, so any person you hire should be aware of what's going on from the cybersecurity point of view or it won't be long enough like like you will you will start losing money it's, it's, it's very mm -hmm. obvious and pay attention to where the emails are coming from if you are receiving a vendor uh, account change um, or HR payment account change right email yeah. just just assume that that is that is not right Call mm -hmm. the person from the number that you know and ask if that email has been sent, was sent by that person, by the vendor. Mm -hmm. Make mm -hmm. sure, okay. just make sure, or worst case, just send a $1 payment to mm -hmm. start with. To oh, ensure. I see. Oh, that's a good point. Okay. Just send a $1 payment and talk then. Did you receive my, like, with a voice, not email, because... Emails might be compromised, right? Mm -hmm. So send a $1 payment and then talk to the vendor, talk to your employee, please talk, no email, and make sure he she received it and then mm -hmm. send the actual money. That will save you a lot. This is where we are losing a lot of money to the hackers and scammers right now. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. that's uh, that's that's well said in, in terms of the the photos uh ken if you're saying a young person comes into the business is that because they can then pick up the location tags and all of that information that's embedded there is that there can be lots of information displayed there I can see. be passwords on the desktop because I see. some oh, people true. put passwords right around yeah. and and when they see the like, for example, I have seen passwords put under the monitors, right? On the computers, okay. on the yeah. table, on the desktop, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, and, and, and then it's uh, in the photo. There can, be, there can be some personal information displayed on the monitors, on the wall, right? Yeah. right? Emergency yeah. call number, like if this person is missing, call this number. There can be personal information, personal pictures displayed yeah. on the walls, names displayed. Uh, at a workplace, there is lots of lots of information, useful information, actually for hackers uh, okay. to use. They can call your employees and start talking about as if they are those people that are on the pictures, you know. And and it's, it's lots mm -hmm. of lots of information. That's interesting. That's interesting. For those that are maybe that are in business looking to expand, what what? That are they're, they're current business owners. They want to grow the business and expand because you've you've obviously gone through that. What what would you say to them? Well, they should make your their decision first. You know, very very good because expansion means hiring new employees. Mm -hmm. 
this means you need to hire people to manage your new employees. If you don't hire people to manage your employees, then you have to manage them. Yeah. And this may put you off track. Instead of building your business, now you can, you will have to switch um, managing your employees. So you need to be very, very careful with how you decide to expand your business and how you do it. If you really want to expand your business, then you need to start maybe considering hiring a manager okay. to tackle the problems or to tackle the management of the employees while you are still um, improving your business, building your business. That's, yeah. that's the first thing that I will I can say, recommend. Um, expanding the business into new services can be challenging mm-hmm. because you are new to that service and you may not be able to find a client base for the new service that you are expanding into. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to just be patient and you have to select those services based on, on your existing client profile. What do mm-hmm. your clients need from you, yeah. which you can supply to them? If you are expanding into new areas, new new locations, well, that's really difficult to do, right? This is mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That's difficult, but with the technology, remote technology right now, that is possible. Uh, we, for example, are able to supply services managed IT, cybersecurity services all over Canada, database services globally, no problem, thanks to the technology. Mm-hmm. Uh, but still, um, this is IT. There are many businesses out there that need personal existence in the new location, new location. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it will be very challenging, yes. What, what, what would you say, Ken, to, because here we are coming out of, uh, you know, a bit of the the change from, from COVID and how that impacted the world. And a lot of businesses went through and maybe still struggling, you know, coming through that. What what would you say to those business owners uh, that may have been impacted by, by COVID? Well, COVID has a lot of impact, a lot of change of business, a lot of um, changes in the way we do business. So it is, if they survived so far, some Mm -hmm. of the medium-sized businesses, if they survived, I I want to congratulate them. Really, Mm -hmm. it has been a very difficult period for COVID. uh, During the COVID, it was... It has been really very difficult for business owners. For some, some increase their revenue. In IT initially, we have seen a lot of uh, income from the existing clients, a lot of work coming in, but it was very troubling because we couldn't hire new personnel. So we had to we had to do it from basically working by 60 to 80 hours a week Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because we couldn't hire. Yes. So, uh, but then, of course, it's normal. When once everything is settled, business goes down, and then the clients start closing the doors. Business mm-hmm. starts departing. You know, contracts start finishing. So, 
we are we survived and uh, right now the crunch you know in the economy uh, still there is lots of trouble we have to be patient we have to be mm -hmm. smart we have to use the opportunities of maybe um during this down economy there are things we can still help other other uh, people uh, which we have not considered so we we can maybe help by adding new services and uh, and supplying a better service improving okay. our improving our own uh, performance service performance to the existing clients that that will be my two things to recommend okay that's well said what if you could narrow it down Kent to to three things yeah you don't have to stick to three if you don't if you have more than three but three things generally that have had the biggest impact on on your success in in business what what would those be uh what can those be <laughs> again well, don't you stick to three <laughs> yeah um um I would say patience, resilience, maybe okay. over the years, because a lot has been changed, right? Since I graduated from university, a lot. Yeah. Everything, the lifestyle, the locations, everything, everything has changed. So accepting the changes, maybe okay. one of the things being resilient to the economical uh, problems, mm -hmm. um, being, um, Patience is very, very important. Patience is very important. Being patient, maybe. Uh, I can say um, there are a couple of other things to say, but I can't remember now, honestly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's fair. No, that's 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 fair. I, I, th I think patience and resiliency is very, very important. Yeah. Um, I see a lot of younger, I, and I don't mean it in a younger in terms of their age, but younger in terms of the, a, the age of the business. Uh, younger business owners that want to get success right away out of the gate and don't necessarily have that uh, that that patience. But very well said this uh, in terms of the technology, though how it's definitely it's changed for you over time, and you changing with it going into you know different different sectors and different different specialties. For the for those in the audience, this is going to be a totally selfish uh, question here, Ken. For those in the audience looking for some maybe cybersecurity advice for like, would you have a site or something you'd recommend uh, books you'd recommend for them to stay up to date on, on that sort of stuff? Well, they can join to my cybersecurity training. Excellent. Right? Excellent. <laughs> One let's, to three hours training. Yeah. That is, that is uh, anyone joined like the training a lot. Uh, and uh, it is, it is for small to medium sized business owners Okay, and not for-profit organizations, so they are very, very, very welcome to start their learning about cybersecurity with my training, actually, and excellent. then they can improve it by self-learning by yeah. starting to watch the related news um, rather than the regular media, mm -hmm. and uh, they they will have an idea to what to pay attention to. 
and they will they will grow themselves uh, they will train themselves uh, very very quickly okay 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 let's let's get to know you a little bit more here ken we talked about some of your you have a love for nature uh the scuba diving any other hobbies or interests that Oh, hobbies, any other hobbies? Well, I, I coming from Mediterranean, you know, I'm a ocean sea guy. Uh, I started learning skiing with my kids, thanks to my kids that love skiing. Oh, nice. I had to Nice. learn skiing, downhill skiing with them. Okay. Uh, my my purpose was to be able to get them to the uh, lift, to the top of the mountain, and then come down myself. That was Okay. my purpose, you know. It started Yeah. from there. It took me three years at the age of like what forty two start Okay. learning skiing. I see Mediterranean guy coming here learning skiing. <laughs> Three years. It took me three years to come down properly without falling. And I Good practiced for you. every damn weekend, every every holiday, Christmas, every like Yeah. any time. My my annual ski days were forty average. Forty days I was on the hill. Oh, good for you. That's Trying excellent. to come down skiing. It's not one, two days. And it took me three years to come down Okay. without falling. But now I'm a ski instructor. Level one Oh, good ski for you. instructor. Very nice. And yes, uh, I completed two seasons as a ski instructor. I'm very happy. I like it. Um, like it is. It is. And, I, and, and, and the parents who brings me their kids uh, like it a lot. And they want to come back the following year. Okay. Uh, I also Excellent. I also train the adults the it Okay. is the benefits is like you know you do hiking you do swimming but still your work like my work is still in my mind I can't get rid of it in my mind Yeah. during the weekends I still think about it how am I going to solve this problem what am I going to do this for uh, Yeah. for this project that project it is still uh, like a stress engine running at the background you know it's idling Okay. there but it's still there Yeah. when i start teaching skiing if i'm on the hill eight hours there are kids with me Yeah. i have the full responsibility right it is it is ski instructor we are responsible from the kids Yeah. everything goes away all my brain thoughts is concentrated on the kids Oh, very nice. it clears out my mind i come back Yeah. to work monday morning i'm like Yeah. What am I doing here now? What am I supposed to do? Like, what is So this? you're, so you're totally, you're <laughs> totally refreshed. yeah, exactly. <clears throat> Sorry, Oh, that's exactly. very nice. Yes, it is. It is. Um, not only I like it, but it gives me a uh, free of mind. It refreshes me a lot. It is. It is one hundred percent refreshing, Okay. and. Okay. That's very nice. That's very nice. Any, any, any favorite books, travel destinations, I have traditions. some books to read in my list, but um, not much time. I, I, I try to read as much as possible, but no, Yeah. based like think about me. I'm working for clients anytime Yeah. during winter, I go skiing. Okay. During summer, Every year hiking. I go hiking, Yeah. right? Yeah. And I, I don't just go hiking five minutes away from Ottawa. I drive two and a half hours. Okay. for hiking Okay. Okay. um Interesting. Interesting. so 
So their time is limited. Limited <laughs> for, books. for books, very limited. Yeah. Yes, if yeah. I, I'm going to hopefully take time off uh, while traveling long distance flights. Yes, that's when I read, I can concentrate, no problem. Uh, what was the other question? You said books and what other? Yeah, any tra any favorite travel destinations? Oh, travel destinations. I want to I want to see two locations this summer. Uh, we are almost at the end of the summer, but I still <laughs> want to see the Lake Superior. I oh, want to go nice. there and do hikings yeah. around Lake Superior. Okay, uh, all the way to Thunder Bay if if I can. Wow, okay, if I can. That's quite um, a so that is my top destination right now. Okay. Um, on the other hand, I want to see Halifax. I'm hoping that maybe I can go to Halifax uh, okay. this fall. Yeah. Oh, very nice. Oh, very nice. Be very nice out there with the uh, changing of the leaves and everything. And Correct. Very nice. Ken. Correct. Very nice. What about a movie? Any movies, series, uh, anything well, you watch, binge watch that you recommend or... Well, last Friday, new Matrix came out, and I watched it Friday night. So, oh, very nice. No, it is coding, right? Matrix. Are you recommending that? <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, it never feels like the first Matrix we watched years ago. Okay, year ninety nine, right? Yeah. Something yeah. like that. The way it was, the shoot, like the way they took the videos there, it was. Yeah. Like a revolution at the time. Yeah. Uh, right now, it doesn't feel the same, but still a good movie. Still a okay. good uh, continue. Yeah. You know. Okay. It's kind of a romantic movie now, but this is this is the uh, era we are living in, right? All the uh, movies, this dance uh, intensive yeah. movies, has a romantic component. So they implemented yeah. the same. Okay. Um, lots of things going on, but the story is a romantic story where the guy is trying to rescue the woman. Yeah. Okay. That's, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Interesting. What What about a favorite food? Favorite food, or maybe even a restaurant that that Ken's going to? Ken, it's a Friday night. This week, it's a Friday night. This week, Ken's not watching the Matrix. <laughs> He's going out <laughs> to eat. What are you eating? <laughs> well, if I go out, I eat kebabs. I eat steak. Those okay. are those are this is this is what I eat. It's it's okay. for sure. Nothing else okay. if I go out. Really? Yeah. Wow. Now do you eat that at home? As well? Um of course I cannot eat it three times a day, right? Because no. <laughs> <laughs> I find yeah. some people will usually it's 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 interesting when I ask this question because some people are like, I'll I'll go to a restaurant or eat a food I won't make at home. Or there's other people that'll say, "I really like this, so I'm gonna go have more of it when I go to the restaurant." It's an it's a, it's an interesting uh, an interesting sort of dichotomy yeah. there. It is. Um, those are the two things that I like to eat when I okay. go out, go out eat at home. Really, it doesn't matter at home as long as um, you know I can get a drink if I like. Maybe wine, maybe beer, especially beer, right? Stout yeah. beer. Oh, you dark, like beer? Dark, dark beer, yes. Dark beer? Like very dark, like stout beer. Like Guinness? No, Guinness is very you find it easy, too light? easy for me. I find Guinness <laughs> too light, yes. Okay. What Do you have a favorite stout beer? Well, 
Russian stout beer usually that is good. Okay. Uh, San okay. Ambrose, San Ambrose oatmeal stout is good, but I'm having oh, okay. difficulty to find it. Uh, so okay. San Ambrose oatmeal stout is from Montreal. Russian stout is from uh, Wellington Brewery from Toronto somewhere. I think from Berry, I think. Okay. Um, so those that. are the two two of my favorites. Yes. Oh, I'm gonna try that. I'll have to look for those. Interesting. Oh, very nice. Very nice. Okay, what about a favorite? So you have a favorite social media platform or channel or no? Somebody, somebody no. on social Facebook. media that you follow? Facebook. Facebook. I, you I like use. Facebook? I yes. I go like from time to time. Yes, when I have time. Okay. I'm on Facebook basically. I don't what like about to a... share a lot of pictures, as you might guess. <laughs> uh, well. Yeah. Yesterday I was on Facebook and some people started posting, you know, this Barbie movie. Oh uh, yes. And they started posting their pictures like a Barbie, right? They, there's yeah. an application out there. And I clicked on it just to su- see what it will ask me. It was yeah. the first condition is high definition picture of your face. And then they put your email address mandatory, your like gender, your yeah skin color and so yeah. on your hair color okay yeah yeah this may end up with a big problem eventually mm-hmm. right face recognition yeah. yeah people are not thinking about it but yeah, by putting true. high definition pictures of their face they are yeah. basically disabling all face recognition protection that will happen in the future because their picture, high definition picture is out there somewhere. And mm-hmm. face recognition protection will not work for them. Like they will be able to use that picture to get mm-hmm. into the system. So um, I was about to say on Facebook, hey, please don't put, put like those type of pictures, high definition pictures, do not give them away to yeah. those applications. But you know, it's Facebook. People do that. <laughs> yeah. So I deleted my message. I didn't submit it. You know, okay. well, okay. they can enjoy themselves seeing uh, yeah. high definition pictures in Barbie costume. You know, now the other guys on the other side of that software doing this free work for, for a reason. They have yeah. your email address, your all your definition, yeah. and a high definition of, of your Facebook. Yeah. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, it's crazy times, Ken. It's crazy times. Yeah, what about a business? Let's give a shout out here. We're going to give a shout out here to help a local business. You have a business you want to give a shout out to here, Ken? Oh, I never thought about that. Um, There are many businesses here um, that actually we can support, but which one should I say? Uh... (laughs) No pressure. Well, I can't uh, now. If I if I say one business, other business will complain. Come to me and say, "Hey, Ken, why did you tell him? Why, why didn't you tell me?" So this is not fair, right? So no, that's a question, please. Okay, <laughs> it is not all right. Fair. <laughs> all right, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, let let let's just go to. I just want to go to one thing on on social media. Anybody you follow on social media that you really uh, enjoy their posts for for whatever reason. No, that you want to recommend? No, I to... don't. I don't. I don't follow any specific people. Okay. Um, yes, I any, can be a any, member any of some groups. Um, 
any companies i'm not sure right now which companies i follow but the things that okay. i follow, follow is usually for funny stuff it is what okay i follow okay i okay I nice uh i don't like to follow news i don't like to yeah. follow uh postings from companies i don't like that just i like to enjoy what i'm reading yeah in the limited yeah, time i that. have so it is something related to comedy okay okay, okay. Um, you have a favorite comedian well you know this uh, montreal uh, video show we had they were making jokes they are making jokes to people on the street okay uh, the just gags. for laughs yes, the gags. yes, yes. Yeah, yes. yeah 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 i i follow yeah. them for example okay. oh very nice oh uh, i haven't I, you so, know what i haven't followed them on social i i should do that i should yeah. do that yeah so uh, this this type of stuff that's healthy than, it's healthy to have yeah. a good laugh very healthy yeah exactly very healthy when people hear the name Ken Hoka, what do you hope they will say? Very helpful guy. As uh, you know, uh, if they if I can help them, if they recognize me as someone that is helping them, I think this is good enough. That's good enough for me. Yeah. That's very well said. Very well said, Ken. Very well said. Very well said. Well, the Ken, this is uh, this has been great. Uh, it's been a. Uh, absolute uh, absolute privilege to have you come on the show here uh with your advice uh to those business owners out there to those those listening uh when it comes to those cybersecurity needs and uh definitely thank you for for spending some time with us today and, and sharing your story so thank you for for joining us well thank you very much for inviting me here thank you yeah and i wish you uh the best of luck uh this year here the rest of the year here ken and much uh much success uh, going forward for uh, for Coza IT uh, cybersecurity. Yes, we will be. I'm I'm sure we will be because um, cybersecurity is a big concern right now, and people are becoming more aware. And uh, it will it will be important going forward. Yes. Yeah. We will be. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Thank you. For those of you in the audience looking for additional information uh, from our guest today, Ken Hoka of Koza IT Cybersecurity. You can find them on the web at kozait.ca. That's www.kozait.ca. You can also reach out to them by email at cyberteam at kozait.com. That's C-Y-B-E-R-T-E-A-M at K-O-Z-A-I-T dot C-O-M. And you can also reach them by phone at 613-212-5050, extension 1. Again, that's 613-212-5050 extension one. Those of you on social media, you can find them on both LinkedIn and Facebook at Coza IT Services. Thank you very much for taking the time to listen to this episode of the Ottawa Business Podcast. We truly hope you found something of value in the show that you can use in your business or personal life. Please remember to like and subscribe to the show. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or your favorite player. Thank you.